back to the Being Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan West, bringing you guys another episode here, telling you guys, like I always do, thank you for being a part of the work that we're doing. If you've been with us for any length of time, then you know what we're all about. We're here to help you men live on mission in marriage. And if there was ever a time that we needed to live on mission in our marriages, gentlemen, it's today. <laughs> it's today, man. It's today. And what I want to do on this episode is I, I just want to talk to you. I just want you to take a sit down or if you're driving, I want you to just kind of tune in because um, I had a really refreshing experience this morning. Uh, I, I actually sat down. Early in the morning, I opened my Bible before anybody woke up, and I actually had alone time with God where my mind wasn't running a mile an hour. And it was like long. Like it wasn't like a 10-minute deal where it was like, all right, here's a verse. This is what it say. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this food I'm about to eat. Amen. It wasn't that. It was like a read a whole chapter, pray read another chapter, pray, like it was, it was good, it was really, really good, and I just, I want to share it with you guys, because um, I'm done talking about how intense the world is after this episode, after this episode, I'm done having the conversation about the hellhole that is happening all around us because frankly there is a lot of good that is happening that we could appreciate but we're so focused on the dog and pony show that is the United States of America and so for those of you that are overseas welcome I appreciate you I don't know if you've noticed but the United States of America is an absolute disaster it's crazy there's there's <laughs> there's crazy stuff happening every single day I mean it's it's exhausting and I'm, I'm, after this episode, I'm done talking about it because I'm interested in building something. The reality is, gentlemen, is that we're, we're, we're young guys, but we're not children. We are men. We are going to be leading and directing the culture for the next 30, 40 years. Okay? Some of us will ascend in those 30, 40 years to high-ranking leadership positions. And that's great. Amen. Hallelujah. But guess what? We can't be unclear about, number one, our God-given role in our home as husbands. That's number one. Right? Well, let me, I should backtrack. Number one is our God-given mission. God has given each one of us a specific calling and a specific mission to accomplish. And he's given us a marriage to complement that, a wife to complement that, to help us with that, to be a part of that with us. And if you don't know that, spend some time with God finding out exactly what that is for you. And I would also encourage you to listen to an episode that we did a while back called A Man and His Mission. Um, and then also listen to the John Eldridge podcast from before. If you haven't listened to the John Eldridge podcast that we had, the interview we had last week, you're, you're sleeping. You're sleeping because that's a, that's a good interview. So go check that out. It's the last episode that we just aired. And then A Man and His Mission is another one that you'll want to listen to. But all that aside, we've got a mission and we've got a marriage. And then we need to be about that. 
those two things, developing those two things, developing a household in that marriage. And if we spend all of our time and attention on the dog and pony show that's going on in the White House, the dog and pony show that's going on in our society, the dog and pony show that's going on with whatever new issue is happening today, whether we're supposed to wear goggles or not wear goggles, whether we're supposed to wear masks or not wear masks. I mean, this consistent vacillating. It's, if we do that, we will spend our time, which is a valuable resource that the Lord has given us. We will spend that trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And, and gentlemen, we don't have that kind of time. We don't have that kind of time to figure out who's who, who to listen to. We've got to be about our father's business. So what I want to do in today's episode is I want us to rest. I want us to unplug, okay? Step away from Instagram. Step away, step away. Put the donut down just for a minute, okay? Cut the news off just for a second. I know you like your CNN, and I know you like your Fox News, and I know you like your your Twitter, and I know you like your your Instagram, and, and, and all of that. I understand all of it. I understand the draw. I'm not immune to this, but just for a second, I just want you to step away for a minute, and I want you to sit down with me, and I want you and I to talk about rest. I want you and I to talk about rest and the wisdom in resting. So first, I want to go over what I read this morning. It was in Ecclesiastes, okay? And in Ecclesiastes, let me move my mic here. In Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 9, It says, be not quick in your spirit to become angry, for anger lodges in the heart of fools. Say not, why were the former days better than these? For it is not from wisdom that you ask this. Wisdom is good with an inheritance, an advantage to those who see the sun. For the protection of wisdom is like the protection of money. And the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom preserves life. Excuse me, is that wisdom preserves the life of him who has it. Okay. Let's break that down for a minute. Raise your hand, and I can't see your hand, but anyway, raise your hand if you've heard people say, I just want to go back to the way it used to be. I just want to go back to normal. I just want to go back to my granddad's generation. I just want to go back to this and that generation. How many people have you heard say that? How many people think that this side of heaven is our home, is nirvana, is some perfect society where nothing went wrong? Now, look, don't hear me say this. We know in scripture because it says men wax worse and worse. So we know that. Things over time here on earth because of the influence of sin are getting worse and will continue to get worse. We know that that's true. So to some degree, you're right. Former days were better than this. But the idea 
that if we could just get back to the way things were, if we could just get back to that time period that everything would be perfect, is attachment to this world. And it is not from wisdom that you say that. That's called wanting to go back to mommy's house. (laughs) That's called wanting to go back into the womb. You can't. We can't, bro. We're here now. This is the world that we've inherited. This is the situation on our plates right now. We have to be wise and understand that these issues, yes, are particular and are unique to our experience, but they are things that generations before have struggled with. They've struggled with different issues, different variances, but every generation has struggled with stress and anxiety and, and government control and, and you know racial injustice or whatever. Every generation has experienced this. It's our turn now to deal with it. And what we what the issue is, I think is that we don't have the wisdom to do so. And so that struck me this morning as I was reading because I just I, I want us to get that. I want us to understand that these times are hard, but they're not unbearable. Especially if we call on the name of the Lord, especially if we believe in Jesus Christ. We're talking about the creator of the universe and we're worried about what Trump going to do. <laughs> OK, we're talking about the creator of the cosmos and we worried about what Biden going to do. But let me tell you something. Joe Biden can't do anything unless God allows him to. Amen. Donald Trump can't do anything unless God allows him to. Amen? So, if you believe in God, in Jesus Christ, and you call on his name, and you step into that power, and you step into that inheritance, who is Joe Biden? I mean, really. Who is Donald Trump? For real. They are sand in the hands of an almighty God. And wisdom reveals that to you. Because (laughs) the world's not going to reveal that to you. The world is going to make you think, if we don't defeat Donald Trump, America's going to hell in a handbasket. If we don't keep Joe Biden from getting in office, America's finished. The West is over. You know, and look, listen, I understand the concern. I don't want to make light of it. This is an important election. This is an important season. This is an important time in our country. I don't want to make light of it, at least not super light of it. But I do want to put it into perspective. Gentlemen, I I do want to ask you, do you believe in God? Do you believe in your ability to lead your family. If you if, if you believe in God and you believe that he's given you dominion over your household, your circle of influence, who cares 
what they do. You can take it. You can take it. Scripture says that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. That's our God. That's our dad. That we are now, now that we've been saved by Jesus Christ, we're joint heirs in that experience. We own this place because of our relationship with Jesus Christ. So there's no reason to go back to the way that things were. There's no reason to wish for better days. There's no, the days we have right now have come from God. <laughs> Spoiler, God did it. God gave us COVID. God gave us uh, 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 the issues that we see with um, radical groups burning down cities. God gave us the civil unrest. God gave us anxiety. This has come this has come with God's understanding and knowledge of it. And the question is, what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? And so what I want to also read to you is a verse that came up later on today. Um, passage of scripture, really. I encourage you to read it. It's Hebrews chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. Uh, we, we read it today in a young professionals in prayer group that I've got at my job. Um, one of the friends of the show, Joe Mankowski, you guys might remember him. Um, shout out to Joe Mankowski, man. Love you, bro. Um, but he has started this young professionals in prayer group at work. And it's, 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 it's like a breath of fresh air. It's like drinking cold lemonade after cutting the grass. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a blessing. And, um, but we, we got into it today, and the whole verse was talking about rest. And the writer of Hebrews is talking about, he's, he's, he's reflecting on the time in Exodus. And you guys remember Exodus. In Exodus, God had sent, he had told Moses to go to Egypt, told Moses to tell Pharaoh to let his people go so that they could have a feast and worship God away from Egypt. So that was the reason. And so they left. And what did they do? They got closer and closer to the promised land. Um, they had moments of rest and or sorry, not moments of rest, but they, they really had moments where they thought that they had brought themselves out. They got beside themselves, frankly, and they were disobedient and they didn't do the things that God asked them to do. So there were some of them that did not get to enter into the promised land, uh, Moses being one of them. And it was because of their disobedience that they weren't allowed to do that. And so I'm going to read this last verse here. It says, let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. And that was 11. And I encourage you to read that whole thing as well, because it gets at the idea of Sabbath. Okay, so you guys understand Sabbath? You understand what that is? God, so Genesis, God made the world in six days, and he rested on the seventh day. And so he expects us and commands us, it's one of the Ten Commandments, to honor the Sabbath, to keep it holy, he says. And 
a lot of people look at that as, oh, wow, like I can't drink liquor on Sunday or like, oh, man, like what am I going to do? Like now I got to go to church and do this thing. It's, ugh, gosh, you know, God's cramping my style. I got to go, 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 go. But you got to understand Sabbath as a gift. Rest as a gift, not a curse. Not a curse. What's a curse is to go all the time. Was a curse is to not be given rest by God. Because, and let me read this for you. So in eight, so this is Hebrews four, verse eight. For if Joshua had given them rest, Joshua was the, the man that was under Abraham, or sorry, that was under Moses. <laughs> sorry, a lot of biblical names. Joshua was the man that was under Moses. It says, for if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken of another day later on. So then there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. Okay, here's the deal. The rest of the world, those people who don't know God, are stuck in a perpetual state of hurry, rush, busyness, and anxiety. Why? Because they are disobedient to God. They refuse to rest. Why? And, and, and why is that? It's, it's, it makes sense to a degree because when you don't know God, when you aren't obedient, when you aren't operating in his world, you're trying to operate in your own world, when you're trying to do your own thing, it's all on you. Let me, make, let me paint the picture for you real quick. Apart from God, you got to go hard seven days a week. Because if I don't do this, then I won't get that promotion. If I don't do this, then my wife and kids won't be taken, for, taken care of. If I don't do this, then it's not going to happen. I got to make it happen. I got to grind. I got to go hard. I got to stay up all night building my social media following and, 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 and keeping my web page up. And I got to get more clients and close more deals. And, you know, God, being God, being kind and gracious, says, you know what? Do that six days a week. Obviously, go to sleep, right? Do that six days a week and then leave the seventh day alone. Don't do anything. And so to the world, that looks like laziness. That looks like being unproductive. But see, the world, you have to understand, doesn't trust in God. Again, the world thinks grinding is the only way. Hustling hard seven days a week is the only way to get ahead. It's the only way to make it happen. You got to go 365, 12 hours hard, waking up in the morning, running a mile at 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. and 4 running a mile every hour. <laughs> Sounds crazy because it is. It's nuts. God didn't build us like that. And when you actually come to accept the Lord Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, and he brings you back into that relationship with God, you actually now have more freedom than you've ever had. So many people think that the Ten Commandments are some, some form of restriction or that the Sabbath is some kind of restriction. 
The Sabbath and the Ten Commandments keep you human, bro. <laughs> I'm going to just tell you. The Sabbath and the Ten Commandments allow you the ability to not become a slave to the world or to yourself. Because let me tell you something. Scripture says you can only serve one master. You can't serve two. You will either serve God or money. And money or the acquisition of it, you could expand that to be, you know, yourself, promoting yourself. Or you could, you know, expand that to be promoting whatever brand you want to work for or whatever brand you want to support. The, the bottom line is, is that you will either be in bondage to the world and all of its trappings. Or you will be in bondage to God and in bondage with God is freedom. You say, Jonathan, how can you be in bondage and be free? Jesus said that, not me. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. What's a yoke? A yoke is uh, it's a thing that they put on cattle back in the day. It's like a, it's like a harness. And it's got a big plow back behind it to help the cow as it moves to plow the field and get the get the fields ready for planting. That's a brief aside, but but Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. Because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so you guys are telling me, well, John, that just sounds, you know, that sounds nice, but I got to get going, man. I got to make this happen. All right. Keep doing what you're doing. Tell me how that's working for you. Tell me how being a grinder seven days a week is working for you. How's your relationship with your wife as a result of that? How's a relationship with God as a result of that? How's your relationship with your, with your own soul? How's it working? Are you in a better place spiritually? Are you, are you happier? You got more joy? <laughs> are you sitting over there looking like somebody stuck a pickle in your mouth, looking sour? God gives us the Sabbath. God gives us wisdom and rest as a gift, gentlemen, so that we don't become slaves to the world. And I'm going to tell you right now, but just be honest. The world wants you to be a slave to it right now. It wants you to be a slave to fear. It wants you to be a slave to anxiety. It, 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 frankly, Satan is at work in it. There are people, look, and I love you guys. There are people that are legitimately afraid that the government is going to get so big and so massive and so overpowering that we're going to be in a totalitarian regime that is going to take away our freedoms. And I would tend to, I would tend to agree with those guys. I get that fear. I understand it. It's, it, it's scary. And then on the other side of the equation, there are people that legitimately think that uh, people that don't wear masks want to hurt people, want to get people sick. And they get anxiety about that. And it's scary. I get it. It's, I mean, COVID's real. COVID's real. But here's the thing. Is that stimulus or that understanding of the world? Is that causing you to get on your knees and pray to the God that owns it? Or is it causing you to 
dig a bunker in your basement? Is it calling you, causing you to yell at people when they don't wear masks? Are you allowing the world to enslave you? Or are you taking and looking at the troubles of the world and you're taking them to the, to the Lord and say, Lord, help. I believe in you. Help my unbelief. The choice is yours. But I'm going to tell you right now, if, if you want to be a man worth his salt that leads his family well, you had better start putting your cares before God. Because if you try to take in all that by yourself, it's going to crush you. The world is a dark place and it's been a dark place. 2020 is just opening up our eyes, but it's, it's been like hell. <laughs> okay, let's just be clear. All right. The world has been like hell. We just aware of it right now. And if you and I are not casting our cares on the Lord, we're dead meat. Dead meat. And we will not enter God's rest because of our disobedience. You said, Jonathan, where's the disobedience? An unbelieving heart. That Hebrews, when this writer of Hebrews is reflecting on the Exodus, do you know what was dis, what the disobedience was? The disobedience was God's people that he brought out of Egypt setting up golden calves and worshiping them and freaking out if they didn't make the right sacrifices to these golden calves. Disobedience. Disobedience. If you have erected the Republican Party as your golden calf, as a friend, as a brother, I'm going to ask you to take that down for just a minute. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to get back in line. If you've erected the, the Democratic Party as your blue idol, I'm going to ask you to strike it down. And I'm going to ask you to get on your knees before Almighty God and confess and repent of your sin of disobedience and idolatry and get the gift of rest and wisdom and life and truth and goodness and everything that's right with the world. That's what you're giving up when you don't put your idols down. When you aren't obedient to God, when you aren't casting your cares on God. So those that's the dichotomy, gentlemen. That's those are your choices. Those are your options. You can either live in frantic hellhole world of 2020 and really for however long it's been, it's always been a hellhole, right? You can either live in that world and stress out about everything and the market and the, the, the Black Lives Matter and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Donald Trump and Mike Pence. You, you, can, you can pick that world and choose to say, I got to go hard seven days a week. I got to figure this thing out. You can do that and run yourself crazy or you can enter and rest. And gain wisdom and understanding and clarity to be able to understand how to move in times like this. How then you should live in such a time as this.
Can I just tell you that your wife's going to thank you if you pick the second choice? <laughs> Can I just tell you that, that you're going to honor God with the second choice? Can I just tell you that you will be happy, legitimately happy with the second choice? I hope you choose it. So with that, gentlemen, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I encourage you to share this episode with a friend. Uh, at least share it with one friend. At least share it with one friend. Um, and at most, I encourage you guys to check out our Patreon page. We are accepting donations, and we appreciate that. Those things help keep everything moving and everything growing. So patreon.com slash beinghusbandpod is where you can find us if you're interested, if the spirit so moves you to do so. I hope that you would. And guys, it's with that I say take care and build on.